Welcome one and welcome all to a brand new episode of the Nerdies Podcast in the Midwest, an episode where we're going to continue to look back at the year that was, the year that was 2022 here on the Midwestern Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Stoffel, joined as always by my sidekick, my co-host, my co-pilot, partner in crime, all of the above, K.O. Kyle Olson. We are the Midwestern Nerds. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-E-R-N-E-R-D-S. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Midwestern Nerds. We are the Midwestern Nerds podcast on Facebook. If you'd like to send us an email, you can send that to MidwesternNerds at gmail.com. You can stream and listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. This week, like I mentioned... 2022 is come and gone. Usually people do these lists during the end of 2022, which makes no sense to me because I don't know about you, Kyle, but I struggled. I struggled hard with the list of things that I wanted to cram in before the end of the year. I kind of failed on a big chunk of that. So that's the reason why we put this episode off until 2023. But now that we're into the year, that is 2023. I feel like it's appropriate now to look back at 2022 once again, give you a little bit more than what we gave you last week by giving you our not best and worst list. I know it's semantics, but I kind of hate when people do the clickbaity like best movies of 2022 and worst movies of 2022 because every everyone's got their own opinion and all of it is subjective and i'd like to rephrase that into we're gonna give you our top 10 lists of our favorite and we're gonna give you some of our least favorite movies tv shows music books entertainment of 2022 before we jump fully into the list of top 10 movies kyle what are some of the ones that just didn't quite make it onto your viewing of 2022 what are the ones that you just barely missed well for frequent listeners for our faithful seven uh the list hasn't changed much over the last <laughs> couple of weeks uh i've been so bad at watching i've been i've been in such a weird mental space the last couple of weeks that i've every time i'm home i kind of i instead of going out and searching for something new i very much just turn on what's comfortable so i i feel i feel bad for not getting to the list uh before this but i i have a good list going into 2022 i i should have i should have some fun things to catch up on as well as what's coming out in 2023 i should say um so uh glass onion never even though it's out on netflix and i could have watched it at home that one never made the cut unfortunately top gun maverick i actually never went and saw i i think i need to rewatch top gun because it's been i mean i was probably a child when i watched it if i watched it i honestly can't remember there was a, a weird and bullet train obviously are both on there as far as well as the lost kingdom luck apple t apple plus i believe a movie that came out it's like a, i can't even remember it looked like a pixar uh kind of animation movie i heard really good things about it and it was something that i always there that i wanted to watch 
never got to. I think it came out early in the year. And then a new uh, Dahmer as well. Dahmer was on that list. And uh, an anim- a new anime that came out this year that I've heard nothing but phenomenal things about called Chainsaw Man. I've, I I want to watch that so badly. And it's definitely top of my list for new new TV shows to watch. I was mostly asking for movies, but for right now. Too bad I went and everything. Because <laughs> I, I broke my stuff down, but I've actually heard of Chainsaw Man. So Yay. I've I've not been huge into Funko anymore. Like I, I had a big period where like I have a ton of Funkos. <laughs> yeah. Kyle's got a ton of Funkos. Uh, I still get some, uh, mostly the stuff that you can't get in any other kind of form as far as mm. figures go is usually what I tend to gravitate gravitate towards now with Funkos. The last one I got was the Blink-182 um, What's My Age Again 3-pack where nice. they're all where it's got the three of them they're they're butt-ass naked playing their instruments i got that three pack that was the last funkos that i got but i I collect a lot of action figures and i collected quite a few action figures this year and there's some channels that i watch on youtube that kind of you know get a sense of what's out there what's coming out and what to look out for and one of the channels that i watch they do like a weekly video of like all the pre-orders and shit that's coming out there are a fuck ton of companies that are making Chainsaw Man action figures. So I was like, what is this? And everybody's starting to rave about this anime. So I have heard of Chainsaw Man. I am a little interested. I'm intrigued <laughs> because he's the name says it all. He's got a chainsaw for a head and he's got chainsaws coming out of his arms and he's dressed in business to business <laughs> casual type looking outfit so yeah color me intrigued it's something that you know we talked in 2022 about doing more anime on our podcast that might be one that i would be interested in checking out and talking about on on the podcast but oh yeah there are a lot of movies that you have on your list that you haven't seen that made it into my honorable mentions and Good. A couple of them made it on my top 10 list. But before I get into those, let's go into what I missed in 2022. A big chunk of the ones that I wanted to see that I missed are the Oscar Beatty movies that came out towards the end of the year that, you know, a lot of they're getting a lot of buzz right now. Uh, Oscar nominees haven't been announced yet, but a big chunk of the ones on my list are ones that people are talking about to be on that which is exciting because i used to i used to watch the oscars a lot uh growing up and the past like four or five years like i haven't even watched just because like a lot of the movies that have been nominated either a i haven't heard about or b like did not look interesting to me at all so it's fun to see it kind of turn around again to movies that like look good and i'm actually interested in that are being talked about that the big one i'll get out of the way right away i talked about last week that i was gonna try so hard get it in into 2022 i i was able to rewatch the first one but i was not able to make it to way of water uh last weekend just just got a little bit too booked um and and the hard part about it is you know when the first movie is two hours and 50 minutes and the second movie is three hours and 20 minutes. That's like a full day right there. And I, 
unfortunately did not have a full day to dedicate towards Avatar. So didn't make it to that. I am, though, going to see it on Friday. Like, I already, already told the lady, I was like, I was like, I have off on Fridays. I have off this Friday as well. Like, I, I don't care what's going on, but I'm making I'm making time for Way of Water. So we'll do a mini spoiler review of it at the beginning of next week's episode. Yes. So that was one I missed. The Banshees of Inishirin, uh, another Oscar movie uh, currently streaming on HBO Max. That was another one that I got so close to, to squeezing in to 2022 and i just again just couldn't find the time there was one night where i wanted to and then the lady had some unexpected work that popped up and she wanted to watch it with me so being the the good boyfriend that i was i was like fine i'll wait until 2023 to uh to stick it in so didn't didn't make it to that one babylon the uh Mm -hmm. uh, brad pitt margot robbie uh movie that came out a couple weeks ago uh, takes place in the 1920s to 1930s. It's like right in the period where uh, Hollywood is transitioning from uh, the silence to the talkies as far as movies go in Hollywood. It's getting, It's been getting some mixed reviews, but it's it's a movie that I've been very curious about. And the fact that it's another one of those movies that's three hours and ten minutes long and my girlfriend is very much the uh, the 90 minute movie fan and even she wants to see it was one that I was disappointed we missed uh, the Fablemans, um, Steven Spielberg's new movie about his life didn't make it to that one all quiet on the Western Front uh, it's a World War one movie it's a German movie uh, that's currently streaming on Netflix right now uh, a lot of buzz about it being nominated and even possibly winning a best foreign film at the Oscars and even maybe getting one of the 10 spots in best picture overall. So I heard nothing but phenomenal things about that movie. Uh, it's on Netflix. Just didn't get the chance to watch it. Uh, the whale Brendan Fraser's new movie uh, that came out yeah. like the last week of December. Didn't make it to that one quite yet, but uh, hope to do that one. I just thought of another one. And yes. I I'm mad that I left it on my off my list here. I'm mad that I didn't get to watch this movie. I keep forgetting that this movie exists. But the unbearable weight of massive talent. How have I not gotten to that movie yet? Oh, I'm so mad at myself for that. That needs to be at the top of my list. I own it on Blu-ray. So Oh, Brian. <laughs> um, we just need to figure out a time to hang out again. And I'll yes. make sure to yes, if if I'm coming by you, I'll bring it. Either otherwise you can come here watch anytime speaking of movies that we keep forgetting exist that i didn't see the Giannis movie rise on disney plus totally oh. forgot about it until today when i was making this list i was like didn't that that came out the weekend that i came to visit you didn't it it came out on my birthday and i was <laughs> so excited to watch it damn and then completely forgot about it dude same yeah that needs to go on my list absolutely and uh, last but not least, The Woman King, uh, the one with Viola Davis, where it's about the the all-female uh, yes. tribe. Like, that's another one that's been getting a lot of praise and a lot of a lot of good talk about so the trailer uh, for that one looks phenomenal i mean yeah I, would, I mean talk about just one of my favorite actresses right now she just kills it and it's 110 percent in everything she does she's awesome i 
think it's a Universal movie, so it'll probably be on Peacock soon because it came out uh, on Blu-ray and 4K like a couple weeks ago. So uh, it's definitely available to watch now. But again, just haven't had the chance to yep. to get into it. Let's jump into our top 10 movies of the year. Did you have any honorable mentions? Any any movies that you saw that didn't quite make the top 10 that you want to talk about? And one that I didn't know if it counted or not. I was, I'm counting. I, I kind of cheated on my honorable mention and one of, one of them in my top 10. It's technically a special presentation. Save them for TV. Oh, okay. Cause, cause I was, cause I, I got those in, in the TV talk as well. Cause All right. it, debatable. They're, they're not a, they're not an hour so that's like i i think it's like the one hour mark which technically counts it as a movie so it's not quite a movie and it's like a one-off so that's why it's a it's a special presentation but i, I think i know the one or two that you maybe wanted to bring up so maybe uh, well, we'll then no, i don't have any honorable mentions <laughs> we'll save them for the tv talk all right i'll go into my honorable mentions then because i actually do have uh, a decent sized list so when I was making my top 10 movie list, I went through my letterbox at all the movies that I watched over the year. And I just started adding movies to the list that I was like, yep, that I, I really liked that one. That should be a top 10. And I had a list of 11. So there was one that had to go, the one that went. So number 11 on the list didn't quite make the top 10. Uh, Clerks 3, Kevin Smith's new movie, okay. the end of the, uh, the Clerks uh, saga. It was really good uh very very funny very heartfelt uh there are more tear-jerking moments in that movie than i anticipated but overall a really great movie a movie that not a lot of people liked but i really liked and i had a fun time with ambulance with jake Gyllenhaal, the michael bay movie everyone says everyone said that it was that it should have been called michael bay got a drone because there are so many drone shots in that movie I don't care. It was cheesy, ridiculous, over the top, but it was a fun action movie. I had a great time with it. Jackass Forever. I had never seen any of the Jackass movies before this year. Uh, my girlfriend loves those movies, so um, as soon as she found out that that movie was coming out is when I um, subscribed to Paramount Plus because they were all on there, and then we binged those and watched that movie. It's a lot of fun. Bullet Train. One of the ones that you didn't quite make it to watch yet this year. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that movie. And I also put The Lost Kingdom in there too. Because like I said, those movies have a, a teeny tiny uh, Easter eggy connection. Where if you've seen them both, you're you're going to get a good, a good kick out of it. Wakanda Forever did not make the top 10. My top 10. And, and the, going back to the whole like semantics of like best worst favorites least favorites my top 10 favorite movies list for the year was very much based off of fun level not as not so much okay. as like movie quality level and a lot of it was based off of either and even when we get to the top 10 as far as my rankings go a lot of it was based off of how much i remembered of it how many times I've seen I saw it this year, how many times I went back to watch it this year, and just overall experience. And half of Wakanda Forever, I was sitting next to two teenagers that just would not shut up, <laughs> and I snapped that. So, and I only got to see it the once so far. 
they did announce today that it's going to be on Disney Plus on February 1st. So come February 1st, I will probably, I'm sure that's going to be a Friday. Don't have a calendar in front of me, so I can't fully tell you. But uh, first chance I get, I'm probably going to throw that back up on the TV and watch it. Um, It's a lot of fun. It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Well, maybe we won't record an episode that week. (laughs) Since we usually record on Wednesdays. We'll both be watching that movie all week. (laughs) But yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. It hit me in places that I didn't expect. But I did have some issues with it. But overall, I really did enjoy it, which is why it made the honorable mentions list. Didn't quite make the top 10. Uh, The Menu is the last one on my list. It's a movie that I I brought up in a best off that I really enjoyed. And it's, it's a movie that hasn't left my mind. I I, I keep going back and keep thinking about it and just keep thinking about like the messages, the symbolism, um, all the themes that that movie tackled. And it, it's growing fonder and fonder uh, with me, the more I think about it. So definitely made my honorable mentions list. I've talked quite a bit. So, Kyle, why don't you start us off at number 10? Just added because I had to change something over to the TV section, <laughs> um, which th- now I have to edit my rankings for that one, which I'll do while you're talking. Um, at number 10, I have Thor Love and Thunder. While there was quite a I shouldn't say quite a bit. That's it's really negative. There were a few things that we had issues with. I don't personally, there wasn't enough Guardians of the Galaxy. There definitely wasn't a, enough gore and God butchering, but I still enjoyed the story. I still really like, I I, I like, I've always loved what Taika Waititi does um, with, with Thor in his last few movies and anything he's been in. I think I, I like what they do with the characters and overall, I still enjoyed the movie. I've watched it several times. So I, I had to include it. It's just, it, I, I just had fun watching it. Plus, it's Marvel. So, yeah, it, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of that. Uh, at number nine, a movie that we watched together, The Black Phone. I very much enjoyed that movie. Uh, I Normally, these kind of movies don't make it into any of my top tens for the year. But this movie was, I mean, I just, I had a lot of fun. I had, a, it, again, not, not a movie that I normally enjoy either. But I there was a lot of intrigue around it. I think the plot of it was very well done, very well told. At number eight. Violent Night, little low on my list. I did have very, I, I know, <laughs> I know. I had a lot of fun with it, uh, but it's uh, I, it going through the rest of my list. It was like I can't put this movie. I can't put Violent Night above above this. You know, oh like, come I just, on! There, I can't. There's some this, these movies. Honestly, after this next one, I, I, this list was extremely hard to make for me. <laughs> I even made changes work before he started talking. But no, I I still in, I loved Violent Light. It's one of my new favorite Christmas movies. We talked about it last week. And number seven, Nope. Nope came out this year, right? Yeah, it did. And I watched it, and it was great. I loved it. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I just I love how much it made me think. And those are movies that I very much enjoy. At number six, Chippendales Rescue Rangers. <laughs> Yeah, and I watched that movie like five or six times in the first week that it came out. It was honestly, I had so much fun. It was such like a sleeper. It was such just like a movie that it just came out. No one was expecting it, and no one was expecting it to be as good as it was. It had no right being as good as it was, but it was awesome. John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. I mean, you put those two in anything, and I'm gonna watch it a bunch. Uh, Yeah, that movie was phenomenal. I'm not totally surprised. 
at that at that 10 through 6 for you and i have very similar thoughts and feelings on those movies too as well uh thor love and thunder i enjoyed more than most this year was really weird with movies and tv shows for me because a lot of times this year i felt like based off of how people felt about movies or tv certain movies or tv shows I was like, did we watch the same thing? Because uh-huh. I, I did not feel that way like at all. And Thor Love and Thunder is one of those. I recognize all of the flaws. But yeah. at the same time, the did I watch the same movie as you is how I feel about Ragnarok, where everybody loves Ragnarok. And it's like <laughs> top of their list. And I'm like, did I watch the same movie? Because I don't I don't agree. And I think it's because of that. My expectations for Love and Thunder were lowered significantly. And it wasn't until like the week of when that movie came out. And I remember us talking about it on the podcast where I was like, I'm getting optimistically like excited for this movie. And I'm kind of nervous about it because of how I felt about Ragnarok. And then going into Love and Thunder, I was like, I think because I had it at the expectations of like, I know how I felt about Ragnarok. So I'm not expecting much more. I was actually pleasantly surprised with how much of that movie I did like and how much of it did work for me. But at the same time, I've only watched it the once, you know, and it's on Disney plus it's been on Mm -hmm. Disney plus for months now. And I haven't had the urge yet to go back and revisit it. So maybe that's saying something, the black phone, I'm really glad that that movie made it on your list. I'll be talking about that movie shortly. And uh, nope, I had very similar thoughts and feelings about that movie to you. At one point, like, I thought that it was, like, my favorite movie of the year. But then, like, kind of giving it time to breathe and and sitting back and making this list uh, did not make the number one. But... Just like the black phone, I will be talking about it shortly. <laughs> when I will say, when I made this list, I typed out Nope in my top five. But as I was going, I was like, ah, no, I really enjoyed that. I, I, had to, I had to move a couple of things up. So I, I was also surprised that it fell at, to number seven on my list. Yeah. Because it was such a good movie. I, mean, I've, I had such a good time with movies this year. So I'll jump into my list. My list, like yours, I had the at the time 11 movies I, I, I bumped one out and then i had my 10 and like you i had a hard time placing some of these movies and you come at me tomorrow you come at me in two hours you come at me in six months and i look at this list and i might change my mind a lot of these movies i really did love a lot of these movies i only watched the once there's only like I think two on this list that I managed to go back and revisit twice, two or three times. Time was just weird this year. Time's been weird since 2020. Time was just weird this year. And the fact that like, even the ones, some of these that are on this move on this list that I remembered really enjoying, there are a bit like there are chunks of the movies where like, I don't remember. And I'm like, I need to go back and like, reassess this maybe i'll enjoy it more than i did then and vice versa same with the honorable mentions list like there are probably some of those that probably could have found their way on this list had i revisited them um and you know had more time to to process and think about them but where i'm at right now 
Number 10, Hustle. This was the Adam Sandler basketball movie that was on Netflix uh, where he is a uh, talent scout. He's getting burnt out. He wants to be a coach. Uh, he's unable to be a coach. He's thinking about leaving the game when he discovers he discovers a talent in a different country, a, a guy that's a factory worker that's just trying to work to uh, raise enough money to support his daughter. And Adam Sandler finds me. He's like, "Yo, I'm I'm with the NBA. Like, we we got to get you uh, in the NBA draft." This movie looked good. It was one of those trailers where it was like, "This movie looks really good," but I don't know if it's gonna be quite my jam. But I am very interested to watch it. And when I watched it, I it I had a great time with this movie. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, Adam Sandler is phenomenal in this movie. Say what you will about all of his comedies, but. Uh, the guy's like nine out of 10 for like serious drama roles when he decides to be serious. And this is one of those movies where uh, it really worked for me. Number nine, I was surprised that this landed so low on my list. And I think it was just because of the circumstances of the only time I had to view it. Weird. The Al Yankovic story. This is the Weird Al biopic written and basically made by weird al himself so this is if if you are a weird al fan this is your movie this is your jam it's up for free on the roku channel so all you have to do is download the roku app and you can watch it you don't have to have a roku you don't need to be subscribed to the roku channel just gotta download the app and it's free to watch but because of that there are ads like every five minutes and that really kind of ruined the experience for me i also watched this movie really late at night with a friend and we didn't make it through in that first sitting and had to continue and start it over like continue with it the next day so all of the interruptions and breaks in this movie i think kind of soured my experience with it i did really love it but again a lot of this a lot of my top 10 is like how much fun I had with it, the experiences that I had with it and like how it resonated with me. It had to make the top 10, but unfortunately it hit number nine. Number eight is Prey. The Predator movie that came out on Hulu goes back to like the 1800s with like the Native American tribe. This movie was way better than it should have been. Uh, a lot of Predator movies are very hit and miss uh, a lot of them, I will admit, are guilty pleasures for me. The first one with Arnold is still, like, at the very top. Uh, it, it might even be in, like, one of my all-time favorite movies. But this one, I, I can safely say, is sits at the number two spot as far as that Predator franchise goes. Uh, a lot of fun. They had a... Now I'm blanking on the language. They They had a dub. That was in like the native tongue uh, that's up on Hulu, which I really want to go back and re like watch it that way. Because when I watched it, I watched it with my girlfriend. She's like, no, I'm not reading subtitles the whole time. We're doing the English version. I was like, OK, but I do really want to go back and watch the 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 dubbed version. Uh, number seven, The Black Phone. This is a movie that uh, that made your top 10 list uh, towards the the upper half. Uh, it, it falls in the same place as me. Uh, this is the year of the Hawk. Ethan Hawk was in everything and he was seen everywhere. 
and he is the main antagonist in this movie. The trailers looked great, but this is one of those movies where I was like, this could be a great trailer for a really shitty movie. And I was very pleasantly surprised that it was as fun and thrilling as it was. There are some supernatural elements to this movie that I didn't quite expect. The tension is up there. There, There's like some language and themes and like um, violence in this movie that I didn't expect them to take it in the places that they did. But I appreciated that they did. Uh, definitely kept me on my toes. I had a lot of fun with this. Kyle, you said you had a lot of fun with this. And I would like to say that that violence and that 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 uncomfortable stuff that they did try to tackle, especially early on, I think they did tastefully. They did it yes. to a, they did it to a point where it was like they're portraying it for storyline purposes, and it was it was uncomfortable for the right reasons. Correct. Correct. Yeah, had a lot of fun with it. Bought it on Blu-ray. Haven't had the chance to revisit it yet, though. Uh, sits at number seven. Number six, uh, a little bit higher than for me than you, but not by much. Nope. Made the number six spot on my list. Again, had a lot of fun with this movie. I think it might be my favorite Jordan Peele movie. I, I've talked about how how Get Out didn't work for me like it did for some people, um, and Us was good but not great and this movie i thought was really good um i found the the plot very intriguing and like i said it was a movie that girlfriend and i had like an hour and a half conversation about it afterwards just like processing it uh talking about like the themes and what certain things might have meant in the movie things that we might have missed or me being like i i think i get this but like how did you interpret that because like I don't know if it fully clicked for me. And then like talking it through, it was like, oh yeah, no, that definitely works. And so just based off of like, like I said, the the fun that I had and the fact that like so much was talked about afterwards about it for me, like it definitely made it my top 10 list at number six. I feel like if we, if we did this podcast, like full time, like if this was our job and like we did multiple episodes a week, I, I really do think we could have got at least a full episode, if not multiple episodes, talking about that movie. Like, I really yeah. think if, if we would have watched it and just came out of it and talked, I think we could have got a good couple hours out of just talking about that movie. And I, I think we still could, but... Oh, for sure. Okay, number five on KO's movie list. Sonic 2. <laughs> it was great. Yes. We've talked about it. It's amazing. The first movie's great. The second movie's great. They're both great. I cannot, I absolutely cannot wait for the third. Uh, yeah, just this, go go see this movie if you haven't. It was such, like, I, you said it so perfectly last week. I, I reheard it while I was editing. Like, this is the perfect Sonic movie for Sonic fans. And it really was. Like, the first movie was, like, the first movie was, like, almost trying to introduce, like, a casual audience back into Sonic. This was for the Sonic fans. And I, yeah, this had to make my top five because it was just, I had so much fun watching this movie. I can't wait to go back and rewatch it again. Number four, you have it on your head there. The Batman. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, what else can you say about this movie that hasn't been said? I mean, I think we did, we did so much on Batman in general leading up to this movie and after the movie, this movie was awesome. It was, I'm, I'm a little... I don't know. We we don't really know the future of DC and especially the standalone movies or anything along those lines. I don't know if we're getting any more of this. I don't know if this will ever be tied into anything else, 
but this as a standalone movie was phenomenal like an absolutely phenomenal probably one of my favorite batman movies of all time where the talk and the rumors and all that is sitting right now is that matt reeves and his batman universe is still going to be going forward it's going to be separate from the dc universe side of things it's they're they're technically considered it considering it as a warner brothers property even though it's still batman and dc and all that but it's going to be gotcha. separate as long as joaquin phoenix's joker those are going to be separated from all the other dc uh you stuff so in that sense there's probably going to be two batman because if they if they do justice league and all that stuff you need a batman and if you're not going to tie in battinson as as i like to call him um if you're not going to tie him into it then you're you're going to need a different batman so we could potentially have two different batmans going on at the same time which as a batman fan is exciting (laughs) (laughs) my number five i think is higher on your list because i haven't heard it yet and you're going to be surprised that it's at my number five everything everywhere all at once number five for me i I really, really enjoyed this movie. One of the funnest nights that I had in 2022 was the night that I did the back-to-back of Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and then immediately went into uh, Everything Everywhere all at once. was a great double feature, something that I haven't had the opportunity to do in so long, a double feature, and two great movies for that double feature. I love this movie. Again, another movie that I went on 4K, but only got to revisit it or only got to see it the once. Haven't had the chance to revisit it yet. So that is why it's at my number five list. There are some movies that um, are higher up on this list that either I've seen more or I enjoyed more or I remember more. So I wanted it higher, but it, it sits at number five for me right now. You would be, you would be correct. I will be talking about this later. <laughs> and number four. A movie that was on your missed list that I actually did manage to see before 2022 ended. One of the only things that I managed to cross off that list last week. Top Gun Maverick. It's on Paramount Plus. It's streaming right now. I I drank the Kool-Aid, my friend. (laughs) Uh, I'll admit, I had never seen the first Top Gun movie until this year. And we watched it right around the time when Maverick came out in theaters, anticipating to watch Maverick. And I will also admit that movie has dated to the point where my girlfriend hated it. And I didn't find it that Mm -hmm. enjoyable either. Like there, there were some things in that movie that I was like, I I get what's going on here. Like I get why people like it. Like I, I, I understand some of it, but ultimately that movie didn't work for me and that's a big chunk of why it took so long to see top gun maverick everybody and i mean everybody loves this movie even extended family like my aunts and uncles and cousins who never go to the movies or rarely talk about movies the the one or two times i got to see them this year they're like oh what'd you think of top gun maverick and i'm like didn't see it and they're like what you're the movie guy how did you not see how do you not and i'm like just didn't make it to it and they love it 
so many people that rarely go to movies came to this movie three, four, five times to see it in the theater. This, say what you will about the movies, the the movie theater industry and all that right now, it, it to to a casual uh, viewer of movies, things are going fine. If you're in the know, you know that the industry is struggling very hard right now. And this movie saved the movie industry. All that being said, finally got to watch it. I had a blast with this movie. I had a lot of fun with this movie. And I hated the first one. <laughs> so that says a lot. When when you don't like the first one and you go into the second one and it is it is a blast. It is absolutely incredible all of the different shots and things that they were able to pull off in this movie the fact that tom cruise and the actors are flying those jets the majority of the time the fact that he trained them to do that because he's tom cruise and he fucking knows how to do all this shit already some of the things that they do in this movie it's like what how oh my gosh some people are like, yeah, the 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 climax of the movie is is basically the climax of Star Wars: A New Hope. I don't care. Fucking worked in that movie. <laughs> it works in this movie too. I had a blast with this movie. I, I'm probably gonna buy it on 4K. Uh, I I liked it that much. It sits at number four. Wow. All right. My number three is on your honorable mentions list. I can't believe this wasn't in your top. I love the hell out of this movie. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I loved this movie. It was the best Marvel movie of the year. Not a super high bar, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the best, not to spoil too much of future Phase 4 potential talk, but I think it was the best movie of Phase 4. Um, I I loved this movie, and I, I'm, I'm mad at myself that I never went back to see it again in, uh, a second time in the theater. I don't know if it's still out there. I don't think it is. I um, think it might be, but maybe not it is for in a much longer. Yeah. yeah, I might try to go out and get it, see it one more time. But there's also a lot of things that I want to go see anyway. But as that soon as it's it... Disney Plus in like <laughs> well, exactly. a couple weeks, <laughs> exactly. Once it's on Disney Plus, I will be watching it uh, a lot. And yeah, I absolutely loved everything that this movie brought. Uh, yes, there were a few holes in the plot but honestly like it, it, all the all the holes that people pointed out either there was some headcanon that you could apply to it and kind of fix the plot hole or it was not big enough that i really cared uh th that really affected my enjoyment in the movie i i liked this movie i liked that they had i i liked i liked it more knowing the behind the scenes of everything and what they had to do to change everything and obviously everything at the beginning with chadwick like I, I just think they handled it very well. I think it introduced a lot of future things into the MCU. I don't think it's I don't think it's quite known yet how much it actually introduced for, for the future of MCU, but I think it I, I think it just showed so much. And yeah, I, I had a lot of fun watching it. So number three for me. I will not argue with you in the fact that yes, I will agree. It was the best Marvel movie that came out this year. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, number two. Uh, this was on your haven't gotten to watch it yet list. Avatar 2. The Way of Water. I 
uh, yeah, love this movie. I, I, it was, it wasn't my number one for a couple seconds while I was making this list. I changed it a few times. I think you now know what my number one is because <laughs> it hasn't come up yet. Uh, but yes, Avatar: The Way of Water. I think it it exceeded my expectations. Weirdly enough, like going into it, I was I was excited for the visual the visual experience that we all knew it was going to be because we knew the technology that James Cameron was waiting for. We knew what he had already done 13 years before this uh, with the technology that was available then. I was more curious about the story. And because the, the story of the first movie, like I've said before, has, was was nothing special. It was a very copy and paste like it's been done a lot of times story. It was just done pretty well. This Again, I'm sure the story has been done plenty of times, but like the, I, I just think the way that they went about it, the characters that they introduced, and the fact that they were able to introduce so many new characters, bring back so many characters, but dive deep into every single one of them, minus a few, but those we got in the first movie. Um, but the fact that they were just able to show so much characteristics in these new characters to make me care about them towards the end, I thought was just such such a great feat it looks phenomenal i like i said last week i think the the length of the movie is warranted and yeah i just i i can't wait till i can own this movie and watch it if, at my own because i i don't know if i'll go to the theater and watch this one again i don't know if I, my bladder can handle that handle that but um i absolutely cannot wait to watch this movie again because i i i couldn't stop uh, much like nope i could not stop thinking about this movie for days after i watched it my number three, it's a movie that you've already mentioned, and I'll I'll jump into with a bit more of my love for it. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Come on, let's go. <laughs> like you said, the first movie was good. It was surprisingly good because I went into that movie thinking this is going to be a guilty, guilty pleasure movie at best. I'm probably going to hate most of it. Hopefully there's a couple things that I can pick out that I love about it. And I was very surprised with that first one. The last movie that I saw in the theaters before the pandemic hit. But overall, love that movie. This movie, like I've said time and time again, I'll say it again. This is the movie for Sonic fans. If you love the video games, if you love the classic games, you're going to love this movie. Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, Knuckles voiced by Idris Elba. Come on. Yes. Worked. Tails voiced by the original voice actor in the 3d games yes absolutely worked give it to me did they do a dance number to uptown funk yes probably the weakest part of that movie but overall absolutely loved it if you haven't watched this movie yet i'm gonna spoil some big things about it right now because you had a whole freaking year to watch it at this point jim carrey as robotnik I had my doubts with him going into the first movie. He won me over in the first movie and then did laps around that in this movie. He is the perfect person to play Robotnik. Absolutely loved what they did with him in this movie. And we fucking got Super Sonic. Let's go. I, I don't care about you DBZ fans out there. You stole Super from Sonic. Sonic was there before DBZ. There was a supersonic before there was a super saiyan i'm just gonna throw that out there absolutely love this movie cannot wait for three hope we get jim carrey back i know he said he's retiring i want him back as fat robotnik in three and i want him to open the movie up 
with a battle with Metal Sonic because I feel like we need Metal Sonic before we get what was already teased in the post credits. And I've already spoiled enough of two, so I'm going to spoil even more. Shadow. I forgot I about like, Shadow. Yeah. I feel like we need Metal Sonic before we get Shadow. So if we open the movie with Robotnik building Metal Sonic and they have a battle, and then he realizes, oh, shoot, Sonic beat my robot. How do I beat Sonic? Well, let's get another hedgehog in there to take him out. An evil one. Boom. Shadow. That's what I would do. Hope they do that. If they don't, if one and two are proof of anything, it's gonna it's gonna be proof that I'm gonna love it, even if Metal Sonic's not in it. But that being said, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was one of the few movies that I got to revisit more than once this year. Saw it in the theater, bought it, bought the steel book on 4K just because of the homage to the Sonic the Hedgehog 2 game cover. Yep. The only way that I could get that packaging and physical media was the was the steel book from Best Buy. Worth it. So like definitely worth it. <laughs> Watched it the day that I bought it. Absolutely yeah. love this movie. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 makes my number 3 spot on the list. My number 2 spot I'm going to reveal this and then Kyle's going to be like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. When we get through the rest of this list, mm -hmm. number two, is what's on my hat. Okay. Batman. Like you said, this is one of the best Batman movies that we've, that we've gotten yet. Uh, Dark Knight will probably always sit at the number mm -hmm. one spot for me just because of what that movie did to my fandom and, Mm -hmm. Love for Batman, comics, movies. So I don't think anything's going to top that. The Batman, I think, sits at the number two spot. Was it borderline a little too long? Yes. But that's like the only flaw about this movie. A movie where we actually get Batman doing detective work the majority of the movie? Hell yes. A, a Batman movie that feels like a Fincher movie that feels like Batman doing seven. Hell yes. Give it to me. The first time that Gotham city has felt like a presence and has felt like a character and has felt as pivotal to Batman as he has in the comic books. Hell yes. Absolutely. Colin Farrell owning this year. And starting it off with his role in, as the Penguin, earning a spinoff HBO Max series? Hell yes. Give it to me. I love this movie. Another movie that I was able to watch more than once this year. Saw it in the theater one, twice. And then I bought it on 4K and watched it. I watched the movie three times this year. Absolutely love it. The Batman sits at number two for me. Kyle, before you give us our first pick, take us back. Revisit 10 through 2 for us, just to remind the audience where you're at. I'm so curious to know what your number one is. <laughs> um, I, I've been trying to deduce it for the past five minutes here. Um, <laughs> it's probably something that I should have guessed. Uh, anyway, at number 10, I had Thor, Love, and Thunder. At number 9, I had The Black Phone. At number 8, I had The Violent Night. At number seven, I had Nope. 
At number six, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Number five, Sonic 2. Number four, The Batman. Number three, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And number two, Avatar, The Way of Water. Before you give us our number one, I I know your number one (laughs) is our multiversal movie. Is it Doctor Strange? It is Doctor... No, I already said... (laughs) I already said that Black Panther was the best Marvel movie. Can you imagine if I said Doctor Strange? (laughs) Holy shit. I'd be like... I'd be like, shut the fuck up. You're drunk. Go home. <laughs> like, Kyle, when did you when did you make this list? <laughs> um, yes, everything, everywhere, all at once. I had so much fun with this movie. This movie was also extremely hyped up to me before watching it. And normally when that happens, I go into it and it's a disappointment because it's not the best movie of all time. But this might have been one of my favorite movies of all time. This I the way that they handle multiversal travel and multiversal logic was awesome. The way that they kind of time travel at the same time, uh, just the characters were incredible. The twists were awesome. The humor was impeccable. The humor, it's just so fucking funny. Um, And everything is just like, everything's done for a reason. Everything is so meticulous. Everything's so perfect. I watched this movie with Zach, who has been on this podcast, who you know a little bit. Um, Me and Zach are extremely ADHD, and me and Zach are extremely talkative, especially when we watch movies or anything. Um, We we will normally miss something and have to rewind something or anything. There was a large portion of this movie where Zach and I were silent, just paying attention to the movie. Like, I, I would say... 70% of this movie, we weren't talking, which is insane. (laughs) And that that 30% was at the beginning. Like, we were so enthralled with this movie. Zach had to rewatch it because he had so many questions coming out of it. I was like, no, no, I was like trying to fire stuff off at him because I was just, I was so focused in. And uh, I definitely have watched it different times after that. But like, he, he went back and watched it. He loved it. I, I love everything about this movie. I, it, it is my favorite movie of the year. It's one of my, like, Honestly, one of my new favorite movies of all time. I just, I, I think it was so well done in every aspect. Honestly, it'll probably win Best Picture. Good. Like, not only get nominated, but win. Like, the hype and the buzz around this movie is so strong. Yep. And it deserves it. Like, yes. like I said, the fact that it was number five on my list, like, I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> but, but I couldn't put it. Yep. I, I this is that's why it. hey we've said it so many times. This isn't the best list, or this isn't the, exactly. the, the, the Rotten Tomato it's, scores. This is KO's list, on, and this is Brian's list. And not only that, they're they're not the best. They're our favorites. It still made my favorite list of the year. And I think the only reason that it's sitting at number five for me is because I only got to watch it the once, and that was yeah. back in April. Yeah. If I go, if and when, because like I said, I own it on 4K. So and watching other youtubers top 10 lists of the year the other night uh in the living room my girlfriend was working in the kitchen and she's like i want to rewatch that movie and i was like well good now it's going to be at the top of our list because it's a 4k i haven't opened yet so uh definitely going to be revisiting that soon and it'll probably make its way higher up on my list my number one before i get to that i gotta go my 10 through two just to to refresh recap number 10 was hustle 
the Adam Sandler movie uh, on Netflix. Number nine, Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Number eight, Prey, the Predator movie that's up on Hulu. Number seven, The Black Phone. Number six, Nope. Number five, like I already mentioned, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Number four, Top Gun Maverick. Number three, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Number two, The Batman. And my number one favorite movie of the year. Kyle, you should know it. And when I say it, you're going to be like, really? Fucking that movie? I don't care. I had the most fun with this movie this year. I've thought about this movie nonstop. And it's definitely going to movie gonna be a movie that I'm going to watch over and over every fucking year. Violent Night. I, I had so much fun with this movie. It's not my favorite Christmas movie, but it's definitely in the top three now. I had so much fun with this movie. I loved every minute of it. The opening of this movie, I was like, yep, I'm here. I'm in. I'm all in. I had so much fun with this movie. To the point where even my girlfriend's like, really? You're still fucking... Yeah, I'm still fucking talking about this movie. I love this movie. I'm a stickler for keeping Christmas in the Christmas time. I know when this movie gets released on 4K, I'm probably going to watch it as soon as I buy it because I fucking loved this movie. It's such a blast. It's it's just like the title says. It's violent, but it is so fun. It is, it is Die Hard meets the Santa Claus made by what feels like, and I think maybe even was made by some of the people that did John Wick. Like this definitely with a little bit of that. with a little bit of home alone sprinkled in. Yes. If if David Harbour's Santa Claus showed up in any of the John Wick movies, I would be jumping up and down on my seat like a giddy little boy, throwing my popcorn, yelling and cheering. That's how awesome this movie is. That's how much it fits. I love this movie. I had so much fun with this movie. That is why it's my number one. Like I said, it's not it's not the best. It's favorite. And like I said, I had the most fun with this movie this year. So it is definitely my favorite movie of 2022. It's going to be a movie. I'm going to restrain myself and and wait until Christmas next year just so that I get like the same feeling every year. Um, but it's going to be one of those movies where every Christmas I'm going to find one of my friends or family who hasn't seen it and watch it with them. Because I think that would be just so much fun to kind of relive that first viewing over and over again. And because I think it was so overlooked because there was so much, there's so much that came out in December, including Avatar. And it it did come out before Avatar, but at the same time, people were probably waiting and saving their money. Christmas time, like, not just me, but I feel like everybody was so busy this year to the point where it's just like, yeah, uh, I, I feel like a lot of people miss this movie, which is unfortunate. And I'm probably going to do the same thing. I know there's a lot of people that miss this movie and I'm I'm definitely going to I'll probably throw parties during Christmas time Dude, next year where yeah. I'm like, come over. We're going to watch Violent Night. It's going to yep. be a hell of a time. It I, I, I wasn't lying when I talked about it the first time. I'm probably going to it's probably going to be a yearly tradition now where first thing I watch is Die Hard, then Violent Night and then Jingle All the Way. That'll be that'll be my trio of of Christmas movies 
love this movie. Uh, it, it, yeah, number one, absolutely love it. I like I said, I, I I told you you were gonna you were gonna know what it was, yep. and then you're I'm, gonna be like, "Are you kidding me? That's your favorite movie of the year?" I don't care. I don't how care. did I forget about it from the time that I set it at my number eight? To I was sitting here trying to think what your number one was, and of course, of course, did you I have any thoughts that. other than that one? Was there anything that you were like, ah, oh, maybe? I was trying to look at my list of things that I haven't seen yet because it, it that's what it felt like. It felt like something. Like like a glass onion or like a bullet train. I couldn't remember what you had mentioned that you hadn't seen yet either. So I, yeah, I I was trying to figure something out, but then but then I just kind of resigned. I was like, eh, it's probably just something I don't plan on watching. <laughs> glass onion. Speaking of which, you'll notice didn't even hit my honorable mentions. I that so was... I've I've heard I've heard some people say that they had more fun with glass onion than they did with knives out. I personally love Knives Out. Um, it was like one of my favorite movies at the time. So I I don't know. I'm excited to see it. I was the opposite. That was one of those movies where I was like, did we watch the same movie? Because wow. I I liked Glass Onion. I, I, had a, I had a good time with it. I do not think it's better than the first one. Okay. And so many people that are like, this movie's so good. It should be nominated for Oscars. Absolutely loved it. Like, I, like I said, I, I liked the first one better. And, and I watched the first one, and then the next night we watched Glass Onion. And and yeah, I, I not all of it worked for me. Not all of the characters I found enjoyable, which you're not supposed to find all of them enjoyable. True. Whereas I, I enjoyed the cast of the first movie more. Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc uh, definitely works. He is the best part of this movie. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it might just be the fact that this movie focuses on like, like the, the, the famous uh, rich uh, popular, like airhead type people for the most part where like, maybe uh, that was where I found the disconnect, but okay. It, and it's probably a lot smarter than than I I was able to process at the time of watching it. But I I liked it, but I, I it kind of fell middle of the road for me, and that's why I'm I'm like again, it's one of those movies where it's like, did we did I watch the same movie that everybody else did? Because everybody is fucking raving about this movie and loves this movie, and I'm just like, hey, it was fine. <laughs> well, you tricked me by not putting it on your honorable mentions. That's what you did. <laughs> Greetings, listeners. It's your friendly neighborhood podcast editor, Brian, jumping in and interrupting yet another episode. As you'll hear next week, I made a joke about this not being a three-hour episode. And after recording with Kyle, this absolutely turned into a three-hour episode. So... We are going to cut this episode right here. We gave you our top 10 favorite movies of the year. We gave you some movies that didn't quite make the list that were honorable mentions. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We have been your Midwesterners. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-E-R-N-E-R-D-S. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Midwestern Nerds. We are the Midwestern Nerds podcast on Facebook. 
If you'd like to send us an email, you can send that to midwesternerds at gmail.com. You can find and stream and listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to and stream your podcasts. Please remember to rate and review, share and subscribe, be kind, please rewind. All of these things help this show to continue to improve and grow and be the Midwestern Nerds podcast that you, the listener, want to listen to. Next week, we will continue our favorite things of 2022 lists. We're going to be talking about TV. We're going to be talking about movies. We're going to be talking about books, video games, all that, and so much more. You won't want to miss it. For your Midwestern nerds this week, I have been Brian Stoffel. My co-host has been K.O. Kyle Olson. And whether it's beer, brats, comics, or unopened 4Ks, keep it nerdy.